Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Hey, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I got the official Eagles logo on today. So I'm excited about that. As we uh, get together with this podcast, Eagles on the Hill, we want to encourage you to be, uh, well, you can search for us, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, audio, and you can also find us with the video on YouTube. Uh, Just search for Eagles on the Hill and check out everything that goes on here. So uh, today, well, Christmas is right around the corner. And so um, I wanted to get back to something we've done in the past, and that is Every once in a while, we talk about uh, some location in Israel, uh, talk about uh, places where Jesus lived, where he grew up, where he walked, where he lived, died, was buried and raised again for our salvation to encourage us that that this Jesus that we worship is uh, not just a figment of our imagination, uh, is not just a story that we've heard about from our parents or heard about from a friend or a pastor somewhere, but the reality is that Jesus did indeed live that he is a historical person, God in the flesh, that we celebrate uh, on Christmas Day. We celebrate his birth. And of course, Good Friday, we remember his death for us. That's why he came. That's why Christmas is important, because uh, Christmas is not the end of the story. Good Friday, and then of course, Easter, the resurrection, is the end of the story. All right, so today, I want to uh, just introduce you to the town of Nazareth, which is where Jesus uh, grew up from when probably he was about uh, two or three years old until he was about 30 years old. He lived in the town of Nazareth. Much different uh, town today, back in the day, back in Jesus' day, probably a town of about, oh, maybe 300 or so. So a little hamlet, little village. Um, Theory is that Jesus and his brothers and his father might have worked in another little village, a larger town actually, uh, called Sepphoris, just across the valley to the north from Nazareth. Sepphoris was being built while Jesus was a teenager and in his 20s. And so uh, Jesus might have uh, gone there with his dad, carried his lunch pail to work about, uh, oh, about three miles away just to the north and worked in Sepphoris helping build that uh, community, build build that town. It was the capital of Galilee at that point. And so being built up lots of uh, great structures there still today, some remains of what Jesus may indeed have built. In any case, today, Nazareth is no longer a uh, little hamlet of 300 people, but uh, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, it's a um, quite the city. It's uh, one of the largest cities of the Galilee. About uh, just a little less than 80,000 people live there today, and um, almost all of them Arabs. About, I would say, uh, probably 75% Arab Muslim and the other 25% Arab Christian. So um, that's that's who inhabits the place today. Um, and of course, all are Arab Israelis, all part of Israel. So um, when you hear about uh, Israel being an apartheid state, well, uh, not precisely in that uh, these folks who live there, who are citizens of Israel, all vote and all of that. And well, they vote if they want to, kind of like here in the United States, we vote if we want to. Uh, but we won't get off track on that. We're here to talk about Jesus and not the modern-day city, but that gives you some idea of the modern-day city of Nazareth. 
So, um, well, what's Nazareth known for? Nazareth is known for a couple of things. Um, one is where uh, the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary to announce the coming birth of the Messiah. And the other thing Nazareth is known for is the boyhood home of Jesus. So um, those places are commemorated there in Nazareth, and we have a pretty accurate idea of where those things took place. Actually, there's two places that contest for being the place where Gabriel appeared to Mary. And, um, well, how do we know where the right place is in a, in a town of 80,000 people? How do we know where Gabriel appeared to Mary? Well, there's a couple of possible ways to know. Uh, one of the ways in which we know things, where things happened, is from a lady named Helena. Helena was the mother of Constantine, and Constantine was the Roman emperor who in 313 AD made Christianity legal in the Roman Empire. Prior to that time, Christianity was not legal in the Roman Empire, and so there were no churches that got built uh, of any substance in the Roman Empire. But once Constantine made Christianity legal, his mother, Helena, who was a strong Christian, began to go, uh, made some pilgrimages to the Holy Land and began to mark off the spots that were being venerated by the Christians who lived there at that time. So if you can trace a spot back to Helena, um, we'll give that a 9 or 9.5 that uh, out of 10, that that spot is the spot where these things happened. That's as far back generally as you can trace things. So there is a, a Church of the Annunciation in Nazareth that is marking the spot where Helena found Christians celebrating the visit of Gabriel to Mary. Um, she also then, by the way, this is kind of an aside, we should do another podcast on this, but uh, found out uh, where Christians were celebrating the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. The Church of the Nativity now marks that spot. And she also found out where Christians were celebrating the resurrection, the death and resurrection of Jesus, and the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem now marks that spot. So uh, this Church of the Annunciation um, was the current Church of the Annunciation was built in the 1960s, so fairly new, but marks a fairly old spot. And its dome kind of towers over Nazareth. Nazareth is perched on this hillside, and um, you can see the dome if you know what you're looking for. It's a gray dome uh, from a long ways away, um, and it's a Roman Catholic church, the Church of the Annunciation. When you go inside the church, it's a beautiful, a beautiful structure, and, and not old, it's new, like I said, built in the 1960s. Um, and so services go on there continually as you go inside uh, that church. And um, then there's a spot, the grotto, which marks the spot where um, many believe that Gabriel appeared to Mary. And so Christians go there and um, depending on your background, venerate that spot. Um, also a spot that marks uh, many believe the home where Joseph and Mary lived uh, and raised the baby Jesus into a boy, into a man. Uh, there in the Church of the Annunciation. However, uh, not everyone believes that that is the spot. So why is that? Well, a short distance away, uh, there is another spot where the well of Nazareth was located. And there is an apocryphal gospel. In other words, a gospel, not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but a gospel that did not make it into scripture because it's not viewed as authentic, but a gospel called the Gospel of James from the second century. So uh, this is earlier than Helena, in other words. 
if you can get back to Helena, you're doing good. If you can get back to earlier than Helena, you're doing really, really good. You got a 9.8 on your hands, okay, out of 10 as the spot. So this is what it says in the Gospel of James from the second century. I'll quote that. It says, and she, namely Mary, and she took the pitcher and went forth to draw water. And behold, a voice said, Hail, Mary, full of grace, you are blessed among women. End of the Gospel of James. So from the second century before Helena, we have this evidence, this belief, that it was at the well of Nazareth where Gabriel met Mary to announce the coming birth of the Messiah. So um, I would put personally greater credence in this spot. And of course, a church is built on this spot to commemorate it, to celebrate it. And the church there was first built by the Byzantines, so a little bit after the first church of the Annunciation was built. The current church on this spot was built in the 18th century. It's called the Church of St. Gabriel. Can you guess why it's called the Church of St. Gabriel? Hmm, I wonder why. Well, the well of Nazareth is inside this church. So there's a courtyard outside the church. There's not many people there, typically, because not many people go there. Most people, most pilgrims go to the Church of the Annunciation to celebrate this. But this uh, Church of St. Gabriel is there. And um, beautiful, beautiful Orthodox Church, the Church of St. Gabriel. You go inside, and uh, there's some pews there. It's fairly small, uh, older, 18th century. And then you go past the pews, and you go down this uh, long kind of ornate hallway, down some steps. And at the end of the steps, there it is, the well. Of course, it's now made of concrete, so it's not exactly as it looked in Jesus' day. But nevertheless, the well is there, still running water inside the Church of St. Gabriel, uh, the Basilica of St. Gabriel. No, it's not a basilica. It's a Church of St. Gabriel. And um, so you can get really close to this water. And um, without a doubt, this is like a 10 out of 10, that Jesus came to draw water from this well, that Jesus drank the water coming from this spring, not today's water, water 2,000 years ago, but drank the water coming from this spring. Uh, Jesus did. Yeah, that was the water he had throughout his boyhood, uh, throughout his teens, his 20s. Uh, that was where he went to get water. And uh, Joseph and Mary would have been to this well, what, hundreds and hundreds of times, at least once a day, right? So uh, they would have been there for years and years and years, went to this well to draw water. It's pretty powerful to be in this spot and then uh, to head back out to the uh, courtyard and realize that that you're within 100 feet of where Jesus, um, what did he do? Play jacks with his friends, play dice, roll dice, play different games with his friends. Jesus, if he was here today, would have ridden a skateboard here. Um, the boy Jesus lived here. It's uh, it's the, the wonder of it all, that you can be right where where Jesus grew up. It's, uh, it's a fascinating place. So um, Church of St. Gabriel, Church of the Annunciation, in uh, Nazareth. Powerful, uh, powerful places to be as you go visit um, and can literally walk where Jesus walked. You can play where Jesus played right there as a young boy. So again, the point of all this is to say to us as Christians, to encourage us in our faith, uh, this Jesus that we worship is not a myth. Uh, it's not just a story of history, but it is history. It is his history is his story. And uh, the Jesus we worship truly did live uh, in, in this place. And you can go and 
and walk these uh, this and, and be in the same place where Jesus grew up. So anyway, um, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. We pray that it's been an encouragement to your faith. Write us if you want at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. Let us know what you uh, what you think about this podcast or other um, topics you'd like us to cover, other places you'd like us to visit in Israel. Um, let us know what you're thinking about as we get closer and closer to Christmas. Remember that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and fly, will soar on wings like eagles. And I pray that this podcast has been an encouragement to you and to your faith. Thanks for listening.